just go for it. He built a very successful agency, built over 100 applications for folks in Denmark, throughout Europe, and throughout the world, got sick of the pro- professional services models, sold that company for more than a million dollars, but less than five million. Now doing software, launched pre.do in, uh, or pre-do in 2017, focused on helping you capture your team's ideas, organize them, understand where duplicate ideas exist, and put them under kind of one uh, one uh, you know thought bubble. They've got two people so far, uh, him and his founder, and then one part-time intern, along with three other interns under them again doing about five customers currently paying 450 bucks a month so about 2200 bucks in revenue supporting themselves off setup fees currently but they're looking obviously to move away from that this is the top entrepreneurs podcast where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn each episode features revenue numbers customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ufa Ka. He's a 43-year-old engineer married with three kids living on a farm in North Denmark. He built up a top app agency from 2008 with 15 employees and produced over 120 apps for top Danish companies. He then sold that company and co-founded Predu to help companies capture, create, overview, and progress on ideas from their employees. All right, uh, Ufa, are you ready to take us to the top? Oh, yeah. Good. All right. So tell us first, I want to dip, dive more into your history and how you got into it. But what does Predu do and how do you make money? What's your revenue model? Okay. So we are a subscription-based uh, software as a service platform where companies pay a, a fixed price based on their size for for giving uh, access, to, getting access to the, the tool. Well, what does the tool do, though? That's the... Okay. So the tool does it helps company uh, capture all the ideas that are in, in their employees' heads. Uh, it helps them uh, create overview of them, uh, find uh, uh, duplicates and, and uh, areas and so on. And then it, it basically helps them progress on those ideas and execute on the good ones and weed out all the bad ones. So, so I mean, a lot of people right now will use tools like Trello and they'll have a, a, yeah. a board called Ideas and people yeah. will just dump ideas there. This is like a much <laughs> more robust version of that. It's much more structured in that way, and it also we we go for for helping companies with with not all IT capable people. So we we also work in production companies and so on. Uh, we we help capture ideas in different ways. So you can capture ideas in the tool on email and even with voice and so on. Uh, we're building that. So uh, so so blacksmith with uh, with thirty hands can actually go speak to an Alexa in the in the. In the corner of the production environment. Yeah, so you're you're built into the workflows that already exist. Yeah, yeah, very good. And what is the average customer pay per month? So we are mostly having what we call medium companies. What would in the US probably be small. Uh, they are paying uh, four four hundred forty nine dollars a month. Okay, four forty nine. You have notes there. You must be doing conversion to euro or US or something. Uh, Danish krona actually. We uh. have our own little currency <laughs> currency here. So okay, so four hundred forty nine uh, US dollars per month on average. And give me more of the backstory here. So what year did you launch the company? So so actually, I I yeah I had my company previous company where I was a consultancy and doing apps for other people, and and I we got really good at that, but. But the uh, the I also kind of grew tired of of uh, 
of always building on somebody else's visions and ideas. And I got tired of working with uh, with uh, some really great customers and some uh, less mature customers, who whose ideas were maybe not uh, app ready as or ready f- or maybe shouldn't have an app. Uh, so I, I I wanted to build on my own product and and build that up, and then I I found an old friend with, which has a marketing background and she was in in a kind of same situation as me. So mm-hmm. we decided uh, to uh, go for it and uh, actually use what what we had. We had worked on both of us, worked on a lot of projects, finding the good ideas and, and weeding out the bad ones. Uh, and, and and so what year was that? That was last year. Oh, 2017. Okay, good. 2017, yeah. And so did you, I mean, when did you turn on revenue? Did you have any revenue in 2017 or no? Uh, no, we didn't have any, but we had it this, we've started this year. That's great. So when did you officially, you know, close the first customer? What month? That was in January this year. And how'd you do it? Who was it? How'd you, how'd you close them? Well, that was uh, via networks. Uh, so it was actually the, uh, quite a big bank here in Denmark. We we closed with them, so we we touched we got in touch with their innovation uh, department, and they they really want to renew themselves. They're in a, in a in a highly competitive business with a lot of uh, regulatory requirements and so on. So they want to reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what have you scaled to after that first customer? What have you scaled to today? How many customers? We are we are used in twelve companies, but five of those are paid customers. The others are on trial still. Okay, got it. So five companies paying about four hundred and fifty bucks a month. You're doing call it two thousand two hundred dollars per month, something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Okay, and walk me through the trial process. So when you sign people up for a trial, what do they get on that mm-hmm. trial, and how do you make sure the trial to paid conversion rate you know goes high? Yeah. So at the moment, we are still a bit handheld uh, in the way that we 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 come out with the. Uh, the uh, product and and part there's an onboarding uh, package with with some hours of us helping the company uh, get ready for using the tool and and getting getting the flow going of ideas. So so uh, so in that sense we're not a pure play SaaS yet, but we're going to be. Uh, what so setup fees are you charging? Uh, we have oh that's uh, again Danish krona so that's in that's uh, five thousand dollars or something. Okay, so there's a like a, there's fee. a setup fee and then they can start paying five four hundred and fifty bucks a month. Exactly, okay. exactly. For now, but uh, we're actually aiming to to lower that and, and maybe even remove that when we when we scale. Why do you say that? You know, I know a lot of people. Clayton Mask, for example, at Infusionsoft back in 2012, their churn was eight or nine percent logo churn per month, and then they started charging a thousand dollar setup fee no matter what, and churn dropped two percent, and it's worked really well for them. Wow, that uh, we, we honestly don't know what we're going to do, but we we're going uh, in that sense. We 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 uh, we just know that the. The handheld onboarding we're doing now won't scale mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, so. I mean, it is a, you know, people say it's a long, you know, hard road to death. The trick is like if you let anyone in the tool, your churn then potentially comes an issue and you don't know who to focus on. Yeah. But what you're doing now is the other extreme, which is extreme handholding. Uh, but I bet you don't have any churn. No, no, no churn yet. Uh, yeah. So, so everybody's very happy with what we're, we're doing the, and, and employees are happy, uh, management are happy. 
I, like you guys, have never been able to find a project management tool that I love. You know, my blog writers like one thing, my developers like one thing, my designers like a different thing, and it's so difficult to get them all on the same page. So when I had Roy Mann, the CEO of Monday.com on the show, I was pleasantly surprised at what he told me regarding his traction and his growth, and I said, maybe I should try this thing. So we now use Monday.com. I started with the magazine. We've launched the Latka magazine, solely dedicated to SaaS founders. It's the only magazine focused on SaaS. And my content writers and my designers worked beautifully together on that project using Monday.com for project management. I then said, well, let me give it a real test. Let me see if I can use this for sprints and product cycles with my developers using it as well. And so we did that for GitLatka on our last release. It worked like a charm. Never before have I been able to find one tool that my developers, my designers, and my writers, and myself can use and be happy with. You know, for me, I do most of my work waiting on the boarding deck about to get on a plane. I have to be able to access this stuff on my mobile device, and it works beautifully. We've been using it for several months now, and I said, Roy, I'd love to introduce this to my audience, but you got to give me a great discount. Make me a great offer. And he said, Nathan, okay, fine. If your folks sign up and try today, we'll give them 10% off all plans if they use this link, nathanlacka.com forward slash Monday. So you can go there, try it for free, and if you decide to start paying, you'll get 10% off. Again, that's nathanlacka.com forward slash Monday. What's the team size today? So we had two founders and then we have uh, uh, four interns, no, five interns. Okay, free or paid? Uh, one paid. Okay, got it. So, so basically two full-time and then one part-time. Yeah. Okay, and are you guys bootstrapping this or have you raised capital? We're bootstrapping. Oh, that's great. Well, you say that very quickly. Were you, were you, <laughs> burned, were you burned by VC in the past? No, 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 never, never. We, but we just, we just don't have the need yet. We might, we might need to take in capital when, when depending on our scale journey, how, how that's going to happen. But, but, uh, but right now we don't need it. And, we, and we, have a, we have a decent runway. That's good. Well, well, how do you have a decent runway? I mean, if you have two people full-time and one part-time, but you're only making 2200 bucks a month, are the professional servicing fees just covering your main major expenses? Yeah, it's it's covering most of it. And then we're also uh, spending a bit of our our, our savings from, from previous adventures. Got it. I had a pretty good exit from my previous com- company. So. Give, me a, give me a general sense of that. I mean, was that above a, a, you know, above a $5 million exit? I was uh, below that. Okay, but, but north uh, of a million. Live, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Living on living on a farm in Denmark is pretty cheap. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, how, how how are we talking right now? What's how's the internet connection like on a farm in the middle of Denmark? Uh, you wouldn't believe it. It's actually it's actually a mobile two different mobile uplinks I have, and then a firewall balancing that out. It's it's horrible here. So that's crazy. It's the best we can do here. So where do you think most of the growth is going to come from over the next year? I mean, how are you getting new customers, and how do you get more new customers? So. Step one is we, we're spreading through our network and references uh, through them, and and we're actually uh, getting a lot of really good leads that way. Uh, but uh, we need we are starting our marketing uh, efforts here, uh, online marketing efforts here in in May. My partner Mybud has uh, has a background in that for for a B two B company. What does that mean though? Though is it like direct paid spend stuff, affiliate programs, partners? What is it? Uh, I think it's going to be PR based mostly in the beginning, and then uh, then we go to uh, to paid. I see, I see. Right and so, what do you hope to be at by the end of this year in terms of monthly recurring revenue? Uh that's I, we we should hit the the ten thousand dollar mark. That's your goal. Yeah, 
Very good. That's, that's a conservative goal. Okay, good, good, good. And is everyone, everyone is based there, you and your founder in, um, in, uh, in your same office or no? Yeah, yeah. We, we're based in the same office. We're so lucky that the, the, our first customer actually invited us in to, to sit in there inside the bank there. So we're sitting there cost free. That's great. So, okay, good. Both of you guys in Denmark, your first customer yeah. lets you in the thing. How do you, I mean, this is going to be a bad question. You never want to talk about the downside, but I mean, how long are you giving yourself to figure out if this company is going to be a go or a kill it? Um, I think we give it uh, at least another year, uh, but we have so many ways of uh, growing this, uh, so many uh, ways of, of uh, potential future revenue streams. One thing is the the capture and the overview, and the, but then we have some some the capture data what? capture of ideas and overview of ideas, and then but there are so many so many uh, uh, aggregate data over uh, overtones that we can go through and 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 generate reports and baselines and and basically innovation reporting for people and and uh, all our our interviews with the potential customers they they all say yes to all of it so. There should be many, many avenues to to pursue. Yeah, I can't say this because I don't know you well, but I mean, uh, there are a lot of times where I see people that they've had an agency like what you had before building one off apps for five, 10, 20 grand a pop. They do well, they get sick of it. They say, I want to do software, but it takes a while to get the software scaling. So what they do as it scales for the first two years is they they go do what they were doing in the past, which is they take on more professional services work, which is no fun. But sometimes people get addicted to that cash flow, which takes up a lot of their time, and then they never actually build the SaaS revenue. How do you figure out how to balance your time? We, we, we uh, hold each other very strict to that because we, we are very aware of, of we don't want to fall in that trap. So we, we basically talk about each, each uh, consultancy task we take in. It should be something that leads to uh, a, a recurring revenue uh, somewhere. Yep. Uh, we, we, we say no to a lot of tasks. Uh, so it's it's a good situation to be in in that sense. Ufo, that's great. Let's wrap up here with uh, our famous five. Yeah. Number one, what's your favorite business book? So I think my my favorite one is actually the corporate uh, startup, which I have right here. Uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Corporate startup, which is which is about sort of the field we work in uh, and the bank we work in is actually a case in that. So uh, so uh, they that, that's one of my favorites right now. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying currently? Oh, Jeff Bezos is so cool. Yeah. Number three, what's your favorite online tool? I should mention our own, uh, Purdue, but but uh, other than that, I I love Stripe. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Eight. Okay, that's pretty good. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Married with three children. Uh, three kids. Okay, very good. And, uh, and how old are you? I'm 43. 43. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, uh, that uh, I should just go for it. Uh, just uh, jump out and create a, a company and be an entrepreneur from day one. Guys, there you have it. Just go for it. He built a very successful agency, built over 100 applications for folks in Denmark, throughout Europe and throughout the world. Got sick of the prof- professional services models, sold that company for more than a million dollars, but less than five million. Now doing software, launched pre.do in uh, or pre-do in 2017, focused on helping you capture your team's ideas, organize them, understand where duplicate ideas exist and put them under kind of one uh, one uh, you know thought bubble. They've got two people so far, uh, him and his founder, and 
then one part-time intern along with three other interns under them. Again, doing about five customers currently paying 450 bucks a month. So about 2,200 bucks in revenue, supporting themselves off setup fees currently, but they're looking obviously to move away from that. Ufa, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.